Sports are back, and you don't want to miss any of the exclusive coverage of this unprecedented sports season. You can subscribe to The Athletic now by going to theathletic.com slash down to dunk, and you will receive 40% off an annual subscription. Sports are back, and you don't want to miss the breaking stories on your favorite teams like the Thunder. Like, what's going to happen with the Thunder? You can get everything that Eric Horn writes, everything that Sam Amick writes, everything that Zach Harper writes, all on The Athletic, while also supporting down to dunk. So make sure you go to the athletic.com slash down to dunk and receive that 40% off your annual subscription. We hope to see you there. I'm Deontay Burden and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul and I'm down to dunk. I'm Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Episode eight, seven, eight, down, two, Doug. You can find us on the athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. And Alex. What's up? Mr. Baines. Luke, you sound more and more like a Muppet. <laughs> I, I, That's so true. I know. I, 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 uh, yeah, I didn't mean to, but it kind of, it kind of went Miss Piggy. It's okay, dude. I mean, probably in honor of the new Muppet show coming out on Disney Plus today. That's right. I've heard it's good. Oh. I know. Ooh. I've wanted a good Muppet show for about... Uh, 20 years. Luke's inside sources telling him that the new Muppet show is good. <laughs> Quote, unquote, good Muppets. I've heard, it's, I've heard it's good. Hey, you know what else was good? The basketball that was returned to our TVs last night. Very good. The ball is back, baby. Man. Yeah, that was that was really nice. It was. I, and everybody kind of worried a little bit about how it would look on TV and how the gameplay would be. I thought it was all excellent. I mean, it just felt like I was watching a TNT doubleheader again, sitting yes. on my couch. Yeah, totally. The stuff they did with the production, um, like the crowd sounds and the music, um, it, it really added a lot. It got as it got me very close to like not noticing a huge difference during the game. I mean, honestly, the only thing that kind of took me out was the fans just because they were distracting. I I, I kept like wanting to look at them to see if they were doing anything interesting and they never were. (laughs) Right. You gotta, gotta get some more interesting fans up there or make (laughs) them bigger. You gotta get the L man up there. Oh man. What would you do if you were on the screen? I mean, I don't, I don't know because I don't think you can see yourself and what you look like. And so, so I think it would be hard to to know how to do something funny. I did notice that they were like off schedule uh, because they would be playing like a let's go Lakers, clap, 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 clap. And you could watch in the video that the people were like 
three seconds behind on their clapping. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're seeing the game live or if they're also seeing it. Because we know these games are on delay at least a little bit. I wonder if they're seeing it on a slight delay. But yeah. I don't know. I, I still want to do it. Yeah. So anyone from the Thunder is listening. Uh, we all want to be on the screen. <laughs> Just us with big heads on the screen, preferably. Yeah. Well, did you I, see it? At certain points, they would cut to full screen, and it'd be in, like, some Lakers fan's living room. Yeah. And it'd just be three guys going crazy. I want that. <laughs> I would love to have that. Right. How do we get that? How do, how do, what do you think the uh, the process is for choosing these fans? I well, think I think you sign up through, like, Michelob Ultra or something. What? That's true. Yeah, you have, think, to, you have to drink 24 Michelob Ultras. <laughs> no, I think it's through like a sponsor. It's like whatever fan cam it is, like you sign up through their website. I was going to look into it today. Oh, really? Because there, there was a girl on Twitter who uh, told her story about how she got invited, and it was because she was a season ticket holder. Oh, re- okay. Then I'm wrong. And she got invited by the Thunder. Uh, that's awesome. Did you see that one of the fans was Chris Bosch? Yeah, is that real? I, I think so. I mean, if I'm Chris Bosch, I, I don't know that I want to be doing that the whole game. He's a fan, man. Must be a total, yes. must be a total fan. It's very strange. They all look like they're in gamer chairs. <laughs> Even though that part of it is fake. I don't understand. Are they sitting in front of their laptops, like watching the game on their computers? Or I, su- I think so. I would, I would guess that most people are. Because who? I, where else do you have a camera? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, watch it on a tiny little screen. It is weird. Uh, the basketball itself was also very good. Uh, the Lakers ended up pulling off a win that. Felt a little improbable halfway through the fourth quarter, and then they just took over. I mean, they just completely took over. Anthony Davis was unconscious for like three minutes. I mean, everything that he put up was going in. And it was largely due to the fact that Patrick Patterson was guarding him. Who could have predicted? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was not very impressed with uh, the Clippers supporting guys. Yeah. I mean, I thought Kawhi and Paul George played their normal game. I, th- I thought Beverly looked fine, but no one else impressed me. Yeah. I mean, Reggie Jackson was, like, okay to start the game, but I thought he got worse as the game got- went on. Mm-hmm. Marcus Morris didn't look good at all. Nice. He was 0 for 4. Uh, Landry Shamet was 1 for 8. I mean, they were – no one on their bench really got me excited. Yeah. And I don't know if that really matters because – coming off of four months of not playing, but at least jumping back into it, I thought the Lakers were a little bit more impressive. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and the other no Montrez and no Lou. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they're, they're like third and fourth best player. <laughs> yeah. That's like 40 See, points a game right there. Yeah. That's the true. other thing about the Lakers was that up to like, up to about the third quarter, uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis were not shooting well. Yeah. And so, like, if they were, they would, like, have crushed the yeah. Clippers and, and not have to have that huge comeback. Yeah. LeBron did not shoot well. 16 points on 19 shots last night. But he just dominated at the end on both on both sides of the ball. He yeah, just, he did. 
he had that the kind of classic bully ball LeBron layup mm-hmm. to go ahead, and then that final defensive play. <laughs> I sick. mean, I was just thinking about poor Skip Bayless having to watch that. <laughs> I know Kawhi did not have any room; he had no nowhere to go. It was it was amazing to watch that. Uh, we also got some really quality Caruso minutes in there, and also our boy Dion. Listen to listen to Dion's line: eleven points, two assists, three boards, five of ten from the field, a team high plus seventeen. He's just a winner, just a winner. Wow, that is wild. Because when was the last NBA game he's played? Was he, was he playing for Miami oh, before boy. the? I don't know. I think he played in the, in the game before the weed gummy. Wow, that was so long ago. Yeah. Yeah, credit to him. I mean, he definitely looked much more usable than like J.R. Smith. I mean, he he looks he looks like he's going to be a much bigger component than J.R. He's great. I mean, he was fitting in. He was trying to make the right pass. He was playing good defense. Yeah, he's I mean, he's definitely going to play. He's played four games this entire season. That was game four for him. <laughs> Jeez. If, you know, if, if either of you had the hair of Alex Caruso, I would talk to you privately and tell you to shave it. Yeah. I would appreciate you doing that. True friend. Say, listen, say, listen man, it's not coming, but it's not getting any better. Don't you think, <laughs> don't you think that's a part of his brand, though? It is distracting. I wonder if it's distracting for his opponents because I can't stop staring at it when he yeah. comes on screen. If he's, he's obviously he, with the with the headband, he's obviously drawing attention to it. Yeah, it's a so big head, it's a yeah, big it's headband. Like a spotlight. You know, I'd like yeah. to see Luke wear that headband specifically because it's a you hu- know that- huge headband. That was the most minutes Deion Waiters has played since April 7th, 2019. Wow. He's basically Andre Robertson. <laughs> yeah, he is. Wow. 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 But, but instead of debilitating injuries, it's weed gummies that are keeping him out. That's the way to go instead of the debilitating <laughs> injury. Yeah. Yeah. How did Dion uh, do this? He just fumbled himself into just this title contender. I mean, just stumbled through life and just fell just backwards into a title contender. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, that that play you were talking about, Caruso. That play later in the game where he basically saved, he stole it, saved yeah. it from going out of bounds, and was able to pass it back in. I mean. It was pretty impressive. It was. He had to show off some athleticism there. And the the broadcasters, they love Alex Caruso. I mean, they just gave him all the love. And he played well. Credit credit to him. Seven points on seven shots. But still, he played well. Okay. Uh, now, I know why Lou Will is not playing. Why is Montrez not playing? He was out of the bubble for family reasons. Oh, he was? Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah, so that game was sort of important for seeding because uh, the Clippers had a theoretical chance at the one seed, but now the Lakers only have to win one more game to clinch the one seed. Yeah. Yeah, which which could be important for the Thunder 
moving forward because the Thunder play the Lakers and what kind of effort are they going to give against the Thunder? I think is is TBD, which is which could end up being good for OKC because with with Schroeder eventually missing time, which we don't we still don't really know when that will be. I think that it's it's nice to have these LA teams possibly not going full tilt against them. Oh yeah. I mean, I've been eyeing that very final game against the Clippers for a while, just mm-hmm. kind of hoping that the Clippers are locked into whatever seed they're going to be. Yeah. And that turns into just an automatic win. Mm-hmm. And it's possible the Thunder are close to locked into something at that point as well. And it's just like, True. there's just not a whole lot there. Which I would, I hope that they're competing. I mean, these the games last night were so fun because you knew that they were competing for something, and we only have eight regular season games here, so it, it would be nice to have it uh, for them to have some meaning throughout. Uh, and I hope we get a play-in tournament for uh, really. I mean, I don't know that anybody really cares about watching Isak Bonga and the Wizards go into a play-in tournament, but at least in the Western Conference, I think that's what we want to see. Well, and that's why last night's other game was so huge because you have to be within four games of the eighth seed to trigger the play-in, right? Yes. And so the Pelicans, with their loss last night, have fallen to four back of the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. So they basically have to stay keep pace with the Grizzlies the rest of the way to trigger that scenario. And it was, I mean, it was right there for them for the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. And they they really just blew it. I mean, I was... Definitely rooting against the Jazz um, because yeah. I, for, I'm, I'm struggling with the idea that like I just want to see how high the Thunder can get in the standings, yeah. While also like holding out some amount of hope that we we can weasel our way back into our pick, yeah. I know. Which for that scenario, the Thunder need to finish with a worse record than three of the following teams, which is Utah, Houston, Dallas, mm-hmm. Philly, Indiana. So we, we're below Utah, so we have to get we, they would have to get below two of those other teams, with the which with the most likely ones being Philly and Houston. Yeah. It's certainly possible. Especially with Schroeder being gone. I I I don't know that they can climb higher and keep their pick, but I think that they can there's certainly to me, it seems more probable that they will keep their pick than they will climb much higher than they are now. Yeah, I would agree with that, especially now. I, I didn't think the Jazz looked very good. I'm no. really interested. I'm, I'm obviously excited for tomorrow's game regardless, but yeah. I'm really excited to see how the Thunder play against the Jazz because similarly to the Clippers, except that there was no one really missing, um, other than the Bone Dong, of course. But I, I was... I, I, just watching that jazz team, it's just such a random roster. Yeah. Like there's big minutes for guys that I just like don't think are very good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a problem for them. And they expected to give Bogdanovich, you know, 30 plus minutes a night. In yeah. which you don't play a lot of those guys. So, yeah, the <laughs> it's it's crazy that Emmanuel Moutier is getting minutes for that team. It is. That was actually the one that stuck out to me because, you know, of course, it's hard to Google who these players are if you don't know their numbers. Mm, I know. Because I'm like trying to Google who is peace number zero on the <laughs> jazz. 
it makes it very challenging. I know. But yeah, Moody, Moutier was the player who was like, who is that? And then they finally said his name. Yeah. I mean, it's that's largely how, <clears throat> excuse me, that's largely how I follow, like, watching on TV. Like, I see, like, the relative size and look of some, oh, I think that's Mike Conley. Oh, it doesn't say Conley on the back. Who is that? Like, oh, okay. Like, it's, it takes my brain, like, a minute when I'm watching it. Yeah. Grab your peanuts and popcorn. Baseball is back. That's right. The boys will be getting back out on the diamond this week. And while we may not be able to join them at the park, there's plenty of action to be had from the comfort of your home. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a shot to play risk-free for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. Pick 10 players, stand to the salary cap, and pile up the points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. But if baseball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this weekend's tournament. With millions of dollars up for grabs this week, there's no better place to have your skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code RUN to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code RUN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Anything else from last night's games, L-Man? I really, really liked having uh, the TNT, like Shaq and Kenny, and having them all back. When Kenny went to the big board, I was like, this feels right it's so good to have him in the big board back mm-hmm. and i just i just had missed that you know i it, when you were talking about the jazz like it has been it was like the game that got canceled it has been so long since um since that night and and it's just been really i've been so so happy with how good the bubble has worked when obviously baseball is having huge problems and issues because that whatever they're doing is not working. So overall things, things are good. Yeah, no, I agree. Very good. It's great to have basketball back. And then today we get basketball pretty much all day. So it's, it's very, yeah. Exciting. You're going to be watching this opener magic at nets. It's, it's, it's a pretty big one. In terms of the seating, it's pretty big. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tune in for uh, f- here and there for that, but definitely not <laughs> not sitting and taking notes on this. <laughs> I, I think the highlight, I mean, Houston-Dallas later is going to be really good. Oh, yeah. But uh, the Memphis-Portland game oh. is, is really important because Portland seems to be a completely different team. They have both of their big men back, Zach Collins and uh, Nurkic. And they if, if they want a chance to just like, I guess they can't really win the eighth seed outright. Um, but to, to just to stay in the play-in tournament scenario, they really need this opening win against Memphis. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's huge. And you, you just wonder what, if Memphis wins, I mean, that's, that's a huge, huge loss for the Blazers. And the Blazers' schedule is pretty tough. This is one of their, quote-unquote, easier games. 
Right. And yeah, because if if Memphis can somehow win today, I mean, we, we're kind of assuming a play is going to happen, but there's a scenario where Memphis could get more than four games away from all these teams pretty quick. If, if Portland loses, New Orleans already lost. We'll see what happens with the Kings. Um, they, they do have a shot. And yeah. they probably wouldn't even need to run the table to do it. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Uh, let's let's move on to our Thunder preview section. So I'm going to give you guys some over-unders for the Thunder and the Thunder players uh, for these eight seeding games, maybe some other questions, and let's just kind of talk through uh, this team. So my first over-under is 20.5 points per game for Shea Gilgis-Alexander in these eight games. Uh, what was that number? 20 and a half. 20 and a half. So that is higher than his regular season amount, slightly? Yeah, and some of that's, a, uh, he's 19.3 on the season. So some of that is that we know Schroeder's going to be gone. Mm. And that the scoring load, some of that will go to him. At least, <laughs> at the very least, one of those points could go to him. One of those points. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, and there's, there's some expectation. There's some hype behind Shea heading into this. I'm going over. Yeah, I, I would go over as well. Yeah. It does, it does feel like an easy over and it's, it's pretty, I don't know, just, just where we started with Shea at the beginning of the season. If you were to say, yeah, at the end of the season, Shea's going to average over 20 points per game on a playoff team in Oklahoma City. Just be like, yeah, what fantasy land are you living in? Because that doesn't sound right at all. Yeah, but if you explained any of this season to someone at the beginning, uh, <laughs> they'd be like, what are you talking about? They're going to, yeah, they're going to finish the season starting in on August or July 30th. Yeah, and they're all going to be tested multiple times a day for <laughs> uh, you know for a virus that has ravaged the nation and the planet. You're like, what are you taught? There's no way. So it's possible <laughs> that Shay is not the, uh, the the craziest part of all of this. <laughs> no, he, I mean he's right up there. He's right up there for sure. If you have if you have the ability to go back in time and tell your, yourself something before the season, please don't make it that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'd want to know that at the beginning of the season. Oh, well, you could get so prepared. You'd make so much money off of stocks. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay. I think, I mean, we're all all buying into the Shea hype heading into this. I think, he, I think he's going to play great. He showed uh, some good aggression during those scrimmages and I'm, I'm excited to see what, what he can do in these, in these regular games. If you were to guess on average, how many days people in the U S have to wait to see a doctor? What would you say a week? Maybe actually on average, people have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U S cities, basically a month. If you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want to treat that ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get your treatment that you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. If the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, 
Romans Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime that you have questions or you just want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you've struggled with ED, go to getroman.com forward slash down to dunk for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com forward slash down to dunk for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Next one. Over under 33.5% from three for Lou Dort. Uh, I'll take the under on that. I'll, I'll also take the under. I would love to be pleasantly surprised, though. I thought you were about to drop the Dre. That's what I was expecting you to say. For Dre? Yeah. <laughs> well, what would you do for Dre? Uh, I mean, he's he'd be, he's probably he's going to be playing less minutes. So it's yeah. going to be a lower sample. So I feel like it's it's he has a chance to just have a good stretch, kind of like he did in the scrimmage games. So I might I might just go over, just based off the hype of what we've seen so far. Wow. So yeah. you don't have the same love for Dort, who has shot the ball really well. Yeah, I know. I, I love Dort, um, but I'm, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be a little fair. <laughs> trying to be a little commonsensical. Where would you put him? Like, what would what's the expectation? Is it like thirty uh, percent where he 30, was? Thirty-two point nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm very intrigued. I'm intrigued. I don't. I, I'm with you that I'm not really. I'm not really buying his shot, just because I think it's it's going to be a high variance shot, and if he can get that his rainbow three to go in. At thirty-four percent, I mean that would be it would be a huge thing for this team because he he'll take them. I mean he'll probably take four game, and if he can shoot that high of a percentage, I mean that's <clears throat> it's really something the Thunder haven't had since Tabo. Yeah, I uh, he is definitely the one guy that I'm most interested in watching because when we start thinking about the playoffs and the guys who have and haven't been there before and who can you count on in the playoffs, you know, Dort is kind of a wild card. Yeah. All, a lot of the other guys on the team, I, I feel pretty good about, which is surprising because we think of OKC as kind of like this, like kind of up and coming, just like out of the blue team, but they have a lot of playoff veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only two, you know, it's really just Dort and Baisley. And I think Dort's going to get more minutes than Baisley in the playoffs. So, Mm-hmm. Dort's definitely like the main guy I'm focusing on to see how he plays during this whole stretch. Yeah. You guys buying the Baisley hype after his 20 point game? <laughs> what is what is the hype? I mean, what are people expecting? I don't know. People people are I mean, he played really well in that game and showed showed a lot. Not he that did. he would score 20 points per game, but that he would just be a contributor off the bench. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, I think he's going to be that just by necessity, um, because I think he's on par or better than their uh, alternatives, if if only because of his size. Mm-hmm. I mean, b- behind him would be Diallo and Nader, and I just feel a little bit better about Baisley defensively. Mm-hmm. But I'm not expecting him to like. I'm not expecting national commentators to be talking about Darius Baisley over the next month. That would be awesome if if he causes them to do that. 
Yeah. But I, I'd be more expected, uh, you know, national people start talking about Dort. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's going to be some Dort talk. I'll tell you that. If not just for his name, which still just remains one of the better names in the NBA. Yeah, it's crazy when, like, Lugans gets second place in your <laughs> personal name rankings because your last name is so good. <laughs> no one ever says the. No one even ever says Lugans. It's a cool name. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it is very cool. Uh, next one. Over under 10 and a half minutes per game for Andre Robertson. Based on how they utilized him in the scrimmages and thinking that they're going to be playing their starters more once the games are real, I'm suspecting that it's going to be less, that we're not going to see a ton of Andre. Um, so I, I will take the under here. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Less, less is more, and I'm hopeful that that is what happens. I don't need just a ton of uh, Robertson in there. And depending on, especially depending on, you know, it depends on if, like, the scrimmages that happen, if that is the Andre we get, or if we get, you know, kind of afraid to shoot, not very good at shooting, Andre. It, I, I don't know really what to expect. I mean, you have any words about Andre? You were very vocal that he would never play a basketball game ever again. Well, I don't really remember that I was that vocal about wow, it. However, <laughs> I love him. However, I do not mind being uh, wrong, and um, I'm happy to be wrong in this yeah. situation. It was very good. It was very good to be back. I didn't realize I would enjoy having him back and playing well so much. I guess one of the uh, wild cards is who's going to get the, all those minutes when Schroeder leaves. Yeah. Um, and so that, that would be a scenario where Dre could potentially get more minutes um, down the road. So it's a, that's a tricky over-under. I don't think I'd bet my house on it. <laughs> I think over. On ten and a half. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think he'll pull. I think he'll. As as long as he, his body can handle it, I think they'll want to play him more than that. I think he's. I think he's just helpful on the court. When he, you remember when it was, it was like he had tried to come back and then he had had the setback and then he moved to, L.A. Mm-hmm. That was when I was like, he's never coming back. Where he's he's out. He's checked out. I, I think you were actually saying it. I, I'm I'm if I have if I can find some extra time soon, I might go back and and find all the times that you said he'll never play again. Because I, I believe that it was definitely before then as well. Well, yeah, probably. You used to say it uh, at the start of every fry pod during your intro. <laughs> Man, episode eight, two, three. Andre Robertson will never play again. <laughs> Well, I'm happy to be wrong in this in this uh, situation. You know, I was uh, I was afraid that that he would never play again, and that our intro still says I'm Andre Robertson. And I'm down to dunk on you, which he clearly has not been for a very long time. But I, I hope yeah. he is. I hope he is down to dunk on me. <laughs> 
He's. I would guess right now he's down to dunk on you. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should ask him during a press scrum, <laughs> a, a digital press scrum. That'd be so awkward. Hey. <laughs> uh, first of all, hello, Andre, and how are you doing? Uh, second of all, are you down to dunk on me? God, that sounds so creepy. <laughs> and uh, thank you for answering my question. This is the proper Zoom etiquette, is that you have to do some sort of <laughs> greeting followed by th- a thank you. I like the idea of you saying, I'll take it off the air and just turning off, like disconnecting completely <laughs> and then having to log back on after every no. question. <laughs> you can't hear this anywhere. Well, I, w- I do wonder, are they going to... Are they going to have those broadcasts anywhere? Because they'd, they'd have the press conferences on TV, right? So uh, gonna have are these... you talking about the, the ones that you, you've done? Yeah. I'm guessing the Thunder will stream it. or Yeah, I don't know who's going to watch <laughs> like, like where those would be available. Yeah, I mean, they it's were... the Thunder. Yeah, well, I don't know if they will be. I really have no idea. Because they, they would be available on Fox Sports OK. After the game, you could sit and watch. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe that will be it. Yeah. It's so weird, though, because, you know, in a, in a normal press setting, you're not seeing any of the reporters. Mm-hmm. And so now you would be showing all of these people's faces because they don't want to turn off their camera. Well, it's different now. That was just on Teams. So this on, on a Zoom, I don't know that our faces will show at all. Oh, OK. Well, that's good. Yeah. They... Uh, they have more control over what's going on on Zoom. On Teams, it was the wild, wild west where anybody could do anything they wanted. And uh, with the Zoom, you have to raise your hand and then they uh, give you the option to unmute. And that's really, that's really about it. So, which there, there could be some awkwardness there if it is broadcast on TV where people are just sitting and watching and it's like, oh, Hey, can you hear me? Oh, no, we can't. We can't get. We can't get Eric on here. We gotta. <laughs> gotta figure this out. Uh, okay. uh, next one, over under thirteen point nine points per game for Stephen Adams. That number is the most points that Adams has averaged in a regular season in his career. So, do we think this rejuvenated Stephen Adams can average more than thirteen point nine points per game? I'm going under. Well, you're saying just over these eight games? Yeah, just the eight Uh-oh. games. Yeah, for eight games, because he is only at 10.9 right now. I can't believe that's that low. I know. Uh, but, yeah, based on what I saw in the scrimmages, he just looks so much more active and aggressive. And, of course, we've seen him look like that over brief stretches. Um, but knowing that he's had all this time off, He's not coming in with any injuries. We're just talking about eight games. The team seems to want to feed him the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go over. Yeah, if he if he stays healthy, it feels like an easy over, right? Oh, not to Luke, who's <laughs> down on all Thunder players. He doesn't think true. any of them are going to play again. Not down, not down. Not up. <laughs> Certainly I'm, not I'm, up. I'm uh, I'm just I'm just right. You're lukewarm. Uh, I'm lukewarm. 
You are lukewarm. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to set realistic expectations. Hopefully, the the team can exceed those. That would be great. I'm not trying to poo poo. Yeah. It's it's been so long since we've watched this team play real competitive basketball that I don't even know what my expectations are supposed to be. <laughs> I, I feel like th- these this next week is going to be like eye opening one way or the other, mm-hmm. and will kind of get me back into the right frames frame of mind because right now I I could believe anything about this team. I and know. that's dangerous. I know. Apparently Chris Mannix said that <clears throat> he thought that the Thunder could beat the Clippers in round one. Well, I'd prefer to avoid them, but <laughs> I guess that'd be fun. That would be incredibly fun. To beat the Clippers uh, in the first round? I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, well, to beat them, but I'm just saying to play them. I mean, Chris Mannix said he thinks the only team the Thunder can't beat is the Lakers, and that's it. Huh. Well, I don't feel the same way, but good for Chris Mannix. <laughs> I don't feel the same way either. But we I talked about it with Jay just a little bit. Just to, I mean, just imagine them beating the Clippers in the first round. That would be, uh, those games would be so stressful, but that would be awesome. Yeah, that that would be that uh, that would almost be crazy. I mean, that would definitely be crazier than beating the Rockets, even though there's a lot more emotions behind the Rockets. Yeah. Um, beating a team that I, I kind of tweeted about last night. But I, I like truly hate the Sleepers team, but not, not in a fun sports hate way. I like actually think that they're bad for basketball. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Hell, I'm, brushing, I'm brushing my teeth. We can what are you talking about? You, you psycho. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, that's psycho behavior. I'm just I'm turning on the water a little bit to just like you no, know just just oh. meet, just meet yourself and your psycho behavior over there with your cool, wet, cool, I'm, I'm loud done. quiet I, I, toothbrush. Just a little you know to wet the paste, the toothpaste. A little to wash the spit out toothpaste. I I I did mute it to spit out the toothpaste. Dude, why don't they just make toothpaste that comes pre wet? That seems. <laughs> Obvious. Just make it a little more wet. I don't think uh, wetting the toothbrush is a stupid step. <laughs> I, I I don't agree with that. <laughs> I, I think if they pre-wet it, then it starts getting sudsy, and they don't want that. They don't want that. All right. Well, I, don't, I hate the I, Clippers. Not hate, in a fun way. Yeah. I think they're bad for the sport. I, they feel like a random collection of players that may or may not have any interaction with each other off the court. I, I, I just feel nothing from them. I mean, that video of the Thunder in the pregame tunnel was like, I mean, and, and those that's a group of guys who have only been together a year. Mm-hmm. And, and yet I feel like that team has so much more personality mm-hmm. than these Clippers who apparently are going to be like the next dynasty maybe in the NBA. And I just think it's really depressing that I have no interest in this team one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was what's so great. I mean, even though I also hated the Warriors, it was uh, it was like a different type of hate. And it was like real emotions where with the Clippers, I'm just very bored by them and turned off by it all. Hmm. It'd be great to own the present and the future of the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, it would be really cool. <laughs> Except that you would have no Clippers fans of note to like 
throw it in their face. <laughs> yeah, like who 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 is there? I know. It's much easier to throw it in the Rockets of the Jazz face. Yeah, like I'm not going to Clippers subreddit after we win that series because, like, who who am I even? It's just going to be a bunch of Thunder fans in there, just like talking to each other. Right. The only thing that's ever happened with me in the Clippers subreddit is one time I tried to post the Clippers pod that I produce on there, and they denied it because it was against their policy. Oh wow! So they're 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 a bunch of they're probably like a bunch of like 45 year old guys. <laughs> probably they don't even have any young fans. <laughs> Yeah, Just, probably so. But they've got some serious mods. They do yeah, serious mods. It was fast too. That whoever's whoever's the whoever's on mod duty is uh was was quick to, to take that down. Because the people, the, it's wild to me. The people that moderate subreddits do not get paid. Yeah, but they yeah, dude, it's it's for the love of the game. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's like they're serious. I mean. Obviously, they're really serious about it and are treating it like a job. It's so wild. Mm-hmm. I'm so really what I'm trying to get to is I'm so glad I'm not one to any <laughs> to any subreddit. Yeah, it I, is a lot of power, though. You get a lot of power. I would be interested in the power. <laughs> <laughs> and the ladies love it. But the response of it now that I do not believe. Uh huh. Ladies love millions. mods. <laughs> the re- <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I know I would talk about it on a first date. Oh, I'm actually a moderator for uh, I'm actually a moderator for the uh, I'm trying to think for the Pokemon subreddit. Yeah, it's pretty serious. <laughs> hey, the Pokemon subreddit, that would be pretty serious, actually. I mean, I haven't been to it, but I assume you are correct. <laughs> I mean, you could lord over thousands of people. I, I oh. certainly understand the appeal. Uh, no trades in the main subreddit. There's a, there's a separate subreddit for trades. <laughs> for trades? I don't know how many times I have to tell you. <laughs> oh, no. Is your student loan payment too high? Is water wet? Well, refinancing with Ernest can help you lower your monthly payment. If you've been making the same monthly payment on your student loans for the last couple years, odds are you could reduce your payment and save by refinancing with Ernest. Even if you've refinanced before, with today's low rate environment, most people could save by refinancing again. Checking your new rate is fast and easy. To start, complete a few questions online, it takes only two minutes, and then you'll get a personalized rate estimate without affecting your credit score. Want to change your monthly payment, combine many loans into one easy payment, or get a better rate? Ernest makes it easy. Plus, there's no origination fee or any other fees. Plus, the internet loves Ernest customer service. They rated it at 9.4 out of 10 on Trustpilot. And now you can get $100 cash bonus when you refinance a loan with Ernest.com slash down to dunk. Once again, you get $100 cash bonus if you refinance your loan at Ernest.com slash down to dunk. Not available in all states. Visit earnest.com slash down to dunk for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Earnest student loan refinancing loans are made by Earnest Operations LLC NMLS 1204917. California Financing Law License Number 6054788. 303 Second Street Suite 401 in San Francisco, California 94107. Visit earnest.com slash licenses for a full list of licensed states. Okay, next next uh, 
Thunder preview question. Over under .5 NBA awards for the Thunder. I think uh, over .5 because even though there's been a lot of uh, not anti-Schroeder, just people picking Montrez, yeah. I still think when it comes down to it, the majority of like the local media that votes, I think they're going to pick Dennis Schroeder because Dennis Schroeder is the type of player who wins six man of the year mm-hmm. year after year after year. So I am going over. I'm going to go over too. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I think Schroeder's very deserving. And it may even be higher. Cause I don't know if we consider all NBA to be one of these awards. It's like, it should be. It's as it's very important. Uh, to be in the to win All NBA, and I think uh, Chris Paul will certainly make an All NBA team, probably third team, but possibly second team. Yeah, Zach Lowe said he was going to put him on his second team. Is that right? Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. There's several. Kevin O'Connor put him on his second team too, I believe. And mm. K- KOC had Billy Donovan second in his Coach of the Year ballot on his Coach of the Year ballot. Which after, again, this is like another time travel thing that I should never tell myself at the beginning of the season. But to say that Billy Donovan will be in the top three in Coach of the Year would be would be a pretty shocking thing. Certainly not as shocking as uh, COVID-19 and the, uh, the NBA finishing in Disney World. But it would be pretty wild because it was, it was just a question whether they'd even keep Billy after last season. He's been very good. Yeah. Oh, I I will never forget early on in the 2018-19 season. Yeah. There are some pods back there, Andrew, where you are not very happy with Billy. I was, I, it was it was some of the most forceful Andrew takes I had ever heard. Mm-hmm. It was around the time that I had my own radio show, and it was just too much of the radio feeding into the pod, to be honest. Oh, uh, you, you needed... <laughs> You needed takes. You needed scorching takes. You need some scorching takes. I respect that. I also thought that he was just doing a bad job, though. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any fondness for those teams. So. <laughs> I know. I do not ache for those days at all. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you a list of players. I want you to tell me which players are going to average the most points per game over these eight games. The players are as follows. Terrence Ferguson, Hamadou Diallo, Abdul Nader, Mike Muscala, and Deontay Burton. Oh, God. I'm just, I'm just waiting for you to say a name that I'm willing to repeat out loud <laughs> for scoring a lot of points. Devin Hall. <laughs> Kevin Hervey. Hey, yeah, throw Hervey in there. <laughs> Hervey's at least tall. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Terrence Ferguson. Oh, I want. Okay. I want there to be a uh, you know, him him to rise like a phoenix and uh, really really have a comeback. Uh, I I'm considering going Nader. Um, just because he is more willing to shoot. Mm-hmm. And I do think Ferguson's gonna get more minutes than him overall 
But I do think Nader will be right behind him in terms of minutes of that group. And he's just he's he's going to take more shots than Ferguson. So it's just a matter of whether yeah. Ferguson's hitting his shots or not. Mm-hmm. So I will actually rank Abdel number one. What'd you call him? Abdel? Abdel? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you said Abdel. Um <laughs> It's his name is actually it's spelled Abdel, but it's Abdul, and they call him Dooley. That's his name. That's oh, what, really? That's what everybody on the Thunder calls him is Dooley. Oh, it's yeah. You're right. It says right here. I'm sorry, Abdul. Yeah, Abdul Nader. It's a cool nickname, <laughs> Dooley. Yeah, even uh, Nick Gallo called him Dooley on one of the calls. <laughs> It's like the guy in a high school at our high school is called Shroomy. Shrooms. Shroomy. Shrooms. <laughs> um, what about Mike Mascala? Any consideration no. for Mike Mascala? He's, I mean, he could. He, he's, you know, he can always go on a little run with threes, but he's just not going to get the minutes. Yeah. He played really well in those seeding games when he got an opportunity. He did. Yeah, for sure. Uh, over over under 0.5 COVID tests that Nerlens Noel is going to miss through these eight games. Uh, why why are you singling out Nerlens? Because he because he missed the last game because of it. Oh, did he? That was why. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So what does so what does that mean? Was he did he so he wasn't at the right place right time to get it taken? He's taking a nap and he slept through it. Oh. I'm gonna go uh, under. Lesson learned. <laughs> I will also go under lesson learned. <laughs> okay. That's you know. Good. That's good. I agree. I, I don't think he'll miss another one. He was he was Billy said he was very remorseful. Which oh, would you think he's learned his lesson. Which I think it's it's good that he's remorseful, but it would have it would have been a super weird look if he was like, Yeah, he didn't really care too much that he missed it. Like it would be a very weird look. If he was not very remorseful for that. We have a new sponsor today and it's Artifact. Uh, Artifact is a really, really cool company that I'm excited to share with you guys about. Uh, Artifact will take a story, maybe a story about your family or a story about maybe your grandparents that you're just like, oh, I just love the story and I love the way that they tell it. And they will take that and put it on a podcast for you. So they have professional interviewers that will interview whoever you'd like and make it into a podcast. And so I went to heyartifact.com and told them a few basic things about my kidney donation to my father-in-law. And so we're going to be making an artifact for the kidney donation to my father-in-law and have my father-in-law interviewed, probably have my wife and my mother-in-law and maybe even my kids interviewed because I would just like for that story to be saved uh, for for generations to come. And Artifact is a great way to do that. So I'm really excited to get started with them. Uh, I'll be sharing that episode with you when it's ready. But for now, you can go to heyartifact.com and hear some samples. There's tons of ways to use Artifact to capture stories with your friends and family. And when you're ready to make an Artifact of your own, use the code DUNK to get $40 off your first one. That's heyartifact.com and use the code DUNK for $40 off. Uh, Okay, last question before we get to the TQs. Over, under, four and a half wins for the Thunder in the seeding games. Okay. Looking at the schedule, we got Utah, Denver, Lakers, Memphis. That's a really tough opening stretch. Very tough. 
if they honestly, if they get one of those, I feel I I feel not good, but I that's kind of like my baseline. Yeah. Like if they went two and two, I would feel really good. Yeah. So one and three is kind of like my baseline. But then the next four: Washington, Phoenix, Miami, Clippers. Clippers, the very final game, could be just a free one. So I feel like four and four is conservative. Mm-hmm. So then it's just a question of do you think they'll pick up an extra game? And that kind of comes down to what happens with Schroeder because I do think he's really important for them just in terms of depth. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to play this whole thing very conservatively. So I'm going to go under, I think they're going to go 500. Yeah. That's been my take as well, is that I think that they'll go 500 and largely due to the fact that Schroeder's going to miss time. And where do the 19 points per game come from when Schroeder's out? And I think a guy that we haven't talked about, I think some of it will need to come from Gallo, who had already averaged 19 points per game, which is which just doesn't really seem right when you think about the season <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, so I think some of it will have to come from Gallo. I think Shea will have to step up. Obviously, Chris Paul's 17 points per game can step up from there, certainly. Uh, and all those guys can just take more shots, and that's where you get it from. But still, that three-guard lineup has been spectacular. And not many other lineups have been that great. And so I think they're, they're counting a lot on a guy like Lou Dort to be good, a 20-year-old rookie to be good. And I, I just think that's a, that's a lot of pressure on Lou to, to take that spot. Because if it's not Lou, then who? Then who? If not Lou, then who? Uh, speaking of Gallo, he looks so much different to me. So there, his, there, his hair? Yeah, th- there were two different times during a scrimmage where my eyes g- caught him in my periphery and I thought it was Boris Diaw. <laughs> you think he got fast? No, it's just he's so much tanner. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's so true. so tan, and that's then he true. has this short haircut now. Yeah. He just looks totally different to me. Are you saying he's got a big one- trunk? No, he doesn't have a big trunk. <laughs> there was no, a, a there skinny, was a picture. Like a of him. There was a picture of him where he looked like a young Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking. Uh, about. I I could see that. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, and I was like, huh? And I was like, I would have never thought that would be possible, but I, it's a good look. <laughs> huh? Huh? Oh, I looked at that and said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I would go. I'm gonna go under as well. I hope to jinx them and that they uh, win all eight. That would be great. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch them. I, I think just being able to see the progress of Shea on on a on a real court against an opponent, I think, is interesting. Especially against a guy like Donovan Mitchell. I'm just that's it's just highly intriguing. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait to see Dort against Mitchell. I know. Yeah. Think it just shut him down completely? Yes. <laughs> Be great. Isn't this his first time? Yeah, this is his first time playing against them. Cuz yeah. the we haven't played Utah since December 9th. Wow. He's That's in the G crazy. League still then. Yeah. That's a rags to riches story. It is. Donovan Mitchell's in for a rude awakening. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he could have 
alternating Dort Robertson guarding him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Big upgrade from Corey Brewer. Big and who's he going to pass to? Who's he going to pass to? Georges Nang? <laughs> I'm not scared of him. The yeah. other guy, Tony something? Tony Bradley, yeah. Tony Bradley. Hey, Andrew, I have to go, but do you want to hit me with a great Twitter question? If there was a one that you wanted my input on, a good one, a fun one? Yeah, let me let me find one real quick for you, L-Man. Let's oh, see. L-Man, I hope you have a great day at work. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. It really, hey, hey, you made it to the freaking weekend, bud. I'm glad we could um, record our uh, pre-work pump up because normally when you guys call and wish me a good day at work we don't record it <laughs> that's true yeah, uh, you know me and luke three-way or me and andrew three-way call luke every morning hey, hey bud. bud just wishing you a happy day at work hey bud uh, <laughs> oh i got one l man this is from Elephant king your favorite chicken wing flavor favorite chicken wing flavor yeah <laughs> You repeat that like it's like the craziest question. So like, <laughs> hold so on, like the, favorite chicken wing flavor? So like sauce, so like the sauce that they throw on it? Yes. Yeah, sauce or seasoning. Whichever. I don't really, I don't really have one. I'm not, I, I don't, oh, oh, actually I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Um, Mazio's has a Memphis dry rub that is very good. You just is said just you good? eat wings from Mazio's. Dude, I'm telling you, they're good. Where, where even is Amazios? <laughs> There's Amazios right here in uh, in Stillwater, right on my way to work. <laughs> well, you, you you pick up food from Amazios, or you go in and sit down? Um, I sometimes uh, I order it to go, and I have it delivered. So I picked huh. it up. I've picked it up, and I've had it delivered. Wow. So is, this is what I get is a, the Memphis Dry Rub wings and then a, a calzone. Gosh. <laughs> what a food. I'm telling you, they're good. And Mazia's ranch is really good. Wow. Uh, this I'm is, telling you. This is I'm quite a take from the L-Man. I'm telling you. Do uh. <laughs> not knock it until you've tried it. Wow. Man, I, I, just, I can taste Mazio's pizza, and I have not had it in over two decades but you know how their crust was like thin but dense yeah i'm not a fan of that it was like chewy <laughs> um well they had a they have a pretty rocking salad bar here in stillwater but it's been closed for a good while i was oh. gonna say you better not be going to that salad bar now oh man no i don't know when I, I i know that um i went to the uptown grocery this past week yeah and their little cafeteria salad bar food bar thing is back open is it really really that's just such a such a big decision (laughs) no it's not such Such a a, a no so salad bars have you there's a video it's like they are they transmit they transmit uh no i know that's why i'm saying it's not a big decision yeah (laughs) okay i get it well they should but it's it's open so it uh and they got some actually they got some wings there too oh no <laughs> are you getting wings from all these random places l man where uh, do you go to get wings wing, talking about buffalo wild wings wings stop okay 
I'll get some. I'll, I'll get some wings this weekend. I'll I'll report back. <laughs> you gotta go to Wingstop. I I should, would like to you to know, get some some real good wings from there, and then I'm telling you, Memphis Dry Rub, <laughs> Nazios. I'm not joking. I get it all the time, and I specifically get hungry for that specific thing. Wow. Like I want some Nazios wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man have a great day at work okay i'll see you guys later okay bye <laughs> <laughs> man, what a freak what a freak indeed <laughs> wings from mazios i can't do this um okay let's see this question is from at luke warm take man what is your nba bubble contender list for Lucas, it is Tier 1, Lakers, Bucks, Clippers, Tier 2, Sixers, Rockets, Celtics, Tier 3, Raptors, Thunder, Nuggets, then Heat, Mavericks, Jazz, and then Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans. you disagree with any of those? Uh, I might just bump the Raptors up into Tier 2. Yeah. Because uh, I, do, I do think they're very good. And with Kemba's injury mm-hmm. and kind of what's going on there, I think the Raptors are, are probably – clearly the best or the second best team in the east or or the or the team most likely to make the eastern conference finals other than the bucks so i'd probably have to bump them up are they the most disrespected team in the league yeah and i mean for good reason because how how could you not doubt them after they lose Kawhi leonard but Mm -hmm. they've proven i mean 46 and 18 that's better than any team in the west except for the lakers and I know they're in an easier conference, but still, you look at their roster and you're like, how did this happen? How did they get to this point? I know. And it's just because they're this they're a veteran group of players and they have a great coach. And so I'm I'm not I'm done doubting them. Yeah, I agree. I'd probably put them above the Celtics at this point. Yeah. Uh you think the Thunder are in tier three with the Nuggets? Uh Honestly, like I, I maybe, but more because I just don't feel strongly about the Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, I think it, if we're going to put the Thunder in there, I would also put Dallas in there. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Dallas is just as likely to go on a run as the Thunder. Okay. I mean, when you have two top players like Luka and Porzingis, mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Yeah. No, I, it's... There was a there was a uh, a video that the Athletic did, and Dave DeFore predicted that the Dallas Mavericks would beat the Clippers in round one. I mean, honestly, that they are maybe the team I would want to play the least out of that bottom four, five. Yeah, just because they could potentially get hot. I mean, I'd probably put the Rockets up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of a lot of variability potential just because their top players are so good mm-hmm. um they, they could they could just get hot i mean if i were any of these top teams i would be targeting the jazz if i can't play the grizzlies or whoever the eighth seed's going to be mm-hmm. and then i put the thunder and then mavs and rockets are kind of like the my top two of that bottom group where i just would not want to play them in a playoff setting you think the rockets are definitely above the thunder uh, I mean, we'll we'll see, but yeah, I, I, right now I would put them above the Thunder, even without Eric Gordon. 
Okay, well, yeah, I did forget about that. And that is a, a big loss. And he's apparently going to be out for two weeks, which I, I did look it up. And they were 19 and 11 without Eric Gordon. Yeah. And they, they were something like 22, 21 and 9 uh, with Eric Gordon. So it wasn't like a huge difference. Um, so I, I think that may affect them in this run up to the playoffs. But assuming that he gets back healthy, yes, I would have them over the Thunder. But if he's out or if he's limited in any way, that is a pretty big hit mm-hmm. because I personally would not want to count on the likes of Daniel House, even though I, I like him, or Ben McLemore. I would not want to count on these guys in a playoff setting. Austin Rivers, like, I, they need Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's been there before, and he's done it, and he's proven it, mm-hmm. and they're going to need him. Yeah, I, I agree. He's huge for them. And he really was not very good for them, for the most part, this season, too, which is weird. It's true. So their their depth is is pretty limited. So I, I think it, it's it's interesting. They're they're one of the more interesting volatile teams in the NBA because you just don't know. I mean, I don't think anybody would be surprised to see them go out in the first round, but uh, I don't think anybody would be shocked to see them pushing somebody in round two either. Right, yeah. I mean, I feel way better about them. If, if they matched up with the Nuggets, I, that would be such a fun series. Yes. And I, I would probably favor the Rockets. Yeah, I think I would too. Are the Nuggets uh, Raptors West? With the As far as disrespect no, goes? No, no, they're not. Because the Raptors won a championship last year <laughs> and have proven way more. The Nuggets made it to round two and got beat by a broken down... Blazers team. No. You're not buying the bull bull hype? Prove it. No, I'm not buying the bull bull hype. It's great. He played well in some scrimmage games, but I am not anticipating he's going to get more than like eight minutes a game. Yeah. Maybe five minutes a game. Mm-hmm. I think Nuggets, have, Nuggets have a lot to prove if they want to be taken seriously. I think you might have just proven that they are Raptors West with all no! the disrespect that you gave <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, Miguel Devella 25 wants to know, who would you rather see with a Larry O'Brien trophy, Patrick Beverly and Reggie Jackson or Alex Caruso? Man, really don't care. <laughs> Neither are good options. Um. You know, I have nothing against Alex Crusoe. It's more just having to endure the flood of uh, memes that will come across my timeline if there's a picture of Alex Crusoe holding the Larry O'Brien trophy. He kind of looks like the Larry O'Brien trophy. <laughs> um, he embodies Larry O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I'll go with him. Yeah. Because it, it, would, it would be so weird to see Reggie Jackson holding the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, I would hate it so much. I would be so miffed if I saw Reggie Jackson holding the Larry O'Brien trophy. Because <laughs> he was, like, truly terrible for the most part last night. I mean, just doesn't fit. I mean, and was hurtful to them in the final minutes of that Clippers game. Just, yeah. Just not good. And you would think that he would possibly be a guy that just doesn't play down the stretch of games when they're fully healthy. Or when they have their full complement of players. Yeah, you would think. Man, I, I'm watching that Clippers, or looking at the Clippers roster, 
there's so many thunder guys <laughs> that it, it would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, you could potentially have a picture with like Paul George, Patrick Patterson, Reggie Jackson. Um, isn't there, well, I mean, Patrick Beverly, even though he didn't play with them, he's very right. intricately linked. Very much tied um, to the thunder. Yeah. Yeah. That would be an awful picture to look at. <laughs> it would be. It'd be very strange to, to see that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm... Oh, what's that? God, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> that was loud. so loud very in loud. my ears. What was that? Stock market's open. Oh. <laughs> God, it scared me. It scared me, too. <sighs> um, would you be would you be as mad to see Amir Coffee holding the trophy? Okay, that was that was another guy. I was like, "Who is that?" Last night, and <laughs> no. trying to figure out who he was online. He hit a three in like a pretty big moment during the game. Yeah, I had never seen him before. I had never heard that name before last night. Mm-hmm. Don't think he'll be getting minutes once the once yeah. playoffs. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, at Levi Burge wants to know if L- if an LA team or the Bucks don't win the NBA championship and a team like let's dream big the Thunder win somehow how loud and annoying would the asterisks be next to the championship that we get will anyone take it seriously I think they would I, I think the asterisks conversation only comes when it's a team that a lot of people hate Um, So, like, I think it will come if LeBron wins or I think it will come if the Houston Rockets win. Yeah. Or maybe even a team like the Raptors. People just want to win back to back championships. People (laughs) like, yeah, but that second one. (laughs) Even the first. Yeah, the only championships they ever won. I mean, KD was out. Clay was out. They were really two half championships. So, really, they had one ring. Right. Um, I I think if there was a story like the Thunder or like the Mavericks even, I think people would be pretty excited about it. Just because that would be a crazy story for a team like that to make it all the way through here. I mean, it would really be like a March Madness Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. So I, I think people would get into it. Um, mm-hmm. And and the asterisk conversation is only going to come up for teams that are generally hated. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, let's do one more question, and then we will go. This is from at Will C. Galbraith. He said, how weird is it that Rudy Gobert scored the first points of the resume season after being the one that put it on a hiatus? Seems a little fishy to me. And the last point. <laughs> first and last. Yeah. he didn't. I didn't think he looked great last night, but um, yeah. obviously he had the, the big play at the end of the game. I have nothing good to say about the Jazz. I, I like Mike Conley, but I could, I could leave the rest of them. I know they've like somehow become one of my most hated teams. Yeah, and I, I don't know what it is, and and now they're always going to be linked to the Thunder because of the COVID game mm-hmm. that kind of ended everything. And uh, man, I just really hope we beat them, and I think we will. Yeah, because I, I think the Thunder are better than the Jazz. Yeah, they did not. They won the game, but they did not look good winning that game i think it, it felt more like the pelicans falling apart than it did like yeah. the jazz seizing control but yeah i mean we, we talk about okc's depth issues all the time mm-hmm. the jazz are thin mm-hmm. like 
Jordan Clarkson is the one guy that they're willing to play more than 20 minutes per game off the bench. Yep. And the other three guys are Georges Nyang, Tony Bradley, and Emmanuel Moutier. Mm-hmm. Like they, they are not deep at all. Compared no. to that, like the Thunder seem super deep. I know. The Thunder, it feels like the Thunder have strangely just acquired depth out of nowhere. I they did. <laughs> I mean, Dre just came back from the ether. He re reappeared. Dre, is, it's a big deal. It's a big deal that he can play and that you don't have to be like, well, is, is Hami going to be good tonight? You know? Yeah, I, 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 I hope we don't have to see a lot of Hami. Because yeah. if, if, we, if we do see a lot of Hami, that means something's gone wrong. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a nice game the last game, but I, he's just all over the place. It means he's due for a stinker. He is. He's due for a stinker. <laughs> Don't want to put him in. Uh, thanks so much for listening to our show. Enjoy the games. We have real basketball coming at you. And so we will have our regular schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, for you guys. If you are just now joining us, we have uh, a show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We are part of the Athletic podcast network you can listen to this show ad free if you join the athletic and you right now you can go to the athletic.com slash down to dunk to get 40 percent off an annual subscription it's like 2.99 a month so i mean come on you can do that it's a great way to support us it's a great way to support the athletic so make sure that you go and do that make sure you leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts uh, I would I'd love for you guys to do that. I know that a lot of people that listen haven't done that yet. And so if you could take the time to do that, if you have an iPhone, it's very, very easy. Click the Purple Podcast app, search down to dunk, hit five stars, and you're done. So if you could do that today, that would mean a lot to us. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you guys again on Monday.